welcome to Grace Notes. We're in the middle of a series on power. On our last program, we closed with the story of the Apostle Peter's encounter with the risen Lord. Today, we'll see how Christ's resurrection transformed Peter's life. Barbara Sandbeck will discuss the power of the resurrection and the power we can receive as we surrender our lives to God. The best illustration I can think of to help me understand why Peter denied the Lord and how he might have felt afterwards was in my own life. When I was turning six, my mom said she was going to give me a birthday party and invite lots of people. The day before my party, my sister told me to stay out of her room because she was going to wrap my present. Curiosity got the best of me, though, so I peeked through the crack in the door. To my surprise, she pulled out her wallet from the drawer. Now, to a girl of any age, a wallet is a precious commodity. You can create a picture album in it, hide all your special notes in it, carry your wad in it, and look very much in control. But I didn't have a wallet yet, so I was very excited. The day of the party was here. We sat in a circle with me at the head. I opened the presents. Each one was better than the other, and brand new. I looked down to see Patty's box, but um, I was ashamed of it. It was used. I quickly opened it while everybody was talking and laid it to the side without passing it around. I've never forgotten the feeling that I rejected my sister's sacrificial love. I believe that the apostles followed Jesus initially because they knew he would be king and they could rule with him. The idea of a crucified, used-up man hanging on a cross was offensive. Peter was not only afraid to side with him, he was embarrassed. It wasn't until the resurrection that Peter was able to understand that Christ didn't have to die. He had the power to thwart their efforts against him, but he chose to die to demonstrate his love in a compelling way. The Apostle Paul understood this. In 2 Corinthians 5, 14 and 15, he said that Christ's love compels us, so much so that we should no longer live for ourselves, but for him who died for us and rose again. After he was raised from the dead, Jesus sought out Peter and asked him three times if he loved him. He gave Peter the opportunity to reconfirm his allegiance once for each denial. Jesus demonstrated the power of his love through his personal forgiveness of Peter's sin against him, and Peter received it. There is incredible power in the love of God. Paul said that we need to pray for power to even begin to understand this love. He wrote in Ephesians three sixteen through 19 I pray that out of God's glorious riches, he may strengthen you with power through his spirit in your inner being, so that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith. And I pray that you, being rooted and established in love, may have power together with all the saints to grasp how wide, how long and high and deep is the love of God, and to know this love that surpasses knowledge. God's love for us sent his only son, Jesus, to the cross. Jesus' love for us paid the awful penalty of our sin. God's love for us raised Christ from the dead so Christ could unite us with the Father forever. God will meet you where you are and show you his love in whatever way you need to see it, if you but ask. 
Then you, like Peter, will understand the power of his love for you. They say love is like a flower that grows among the weeds. They say love is like a
wasn't resurrected, we'd be dead in our sins. Christ's resurrection completes our salvation package. Romans 5, 9, and 10 says, We're justified by Christ's blood, reconciled to God through his death, and saved through his life. Christ's resurrection brings eternal hope. 1 Corinthians 15, 19, and 20 states, If in this life only we have hope in Christ, we are of most men most miserable. But now is Christ risen from the dead and become the firstfruits of them that slept. Christ's ascension to heaven brought the power to us. Jesus told his followers that it was necessary for him to return to his Father in heaven so he could send the Counselor, the Holy Spirit, to indwell them and give them the power they needed to stay true to God. Christ's resurrection brings change. This power enabled cowardly Peter to speak before the most noted leaders in the land, blasting them as murderers. In Acts 4.20, when told to be quiet or else, he said, We cannot help speaking about what we have seen and heard. What made the difference? God birthed his salvation in Peter through the power of the Holy Spirit. He didn't have to work for his salvation. In fact, he couldn't. Christ completed the work, but he yielded himself fully to the Spirit's working in him. Philippians 2.12 says we should work out our salvation with fear and trembling. Why fear and trembling? Fear is an awesome reverence and respect for God who has the power to grant us eternal life. We should tremble with excitement to know that God's grace can be fully accomplished in us as we surrender ourselves in obedience to Him. So, why don't we surrender? We know we should. The Apostle Paul wrote in Romans 7.21 that there's a struggle inside us all. He said, What I want to do, I don't do, and what I don't want to do, I do. And we're there too. The power of the Holy Spirit is inoperable in us unless we choose to crucify the us. Resurrected living requires daily dying. How? Paul gave us the answer in Galatians 2.20. He said, I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live. Yet not I, but Christ liveth in me. And the life I now live in the flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. God's power is unleashed in us when we give him control. The tomb is empty. Let's live like it is. Was it a morning like this? When the sun still hid from Jerusalem And Mary rose from her bed To turn the Lord she thought was dead Was it a morning like this? When Mary walked down from Jerusalem And two angels stood at the tomb 
let us know. Write to Sandbeck Ministries, P.O. Box 581, Falston, Maryland, 21047. Or email us through our webpage at www.sandbeckministries.com. Join us on our next program. We'll continue our discussion on Power Through Surrender.